0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome to our Match Reaction show. It's finished Chelsea 2, Dortmund 0. Sometimes, sometimes all it takes for everything to click is one win. And I said it at the Leeds game, I said, when you're searching for your first win in a while, you just want to win. It doesn't matter how it comes. You just want the win. And I think that game against Leeds, the winning that game against Leeds, I think gave Chelsea a lot of confidence coming into this game. And uh, I mean, it's short. It's short right from minute one to minute 90. That that they this was a different Chelsea. So this looked like a different Chelsea side. This looked like a more confident Chelsea side, a more aggressive Chelsea side, a more um, you know a more positive Chelsea side as well. And had they had a, little, a better finisher than Kai Havertz, I think they would have comfortably won this one because Kai Havertz had, you know had a shot at the post. He had a couple of other guilty chances. I mean, Sterling had a couple of guilt chance, guilty chances that he missed as well. I, you know, there, There's enough there's enough in this game for me to say that Chelsea deserved the win. That doesn't mean... And, and so anybody who looks at the headline might go and think, oh, well, you know, VAR, you we're know, be, be talking about uh, them getting favor some refs. The VAR decision... I, I think the second decision was correct. The first decision was harsh, and we'll talk about that. But it doesn't mean that just because Chelsea got helped by VAR that they didn't deserve to win. They deserve to win, but they did get help from VAR as well. I think both points can be true. And um, the fact is, though, that I feel... Do do I feel that Chelsea have turned the corner? I feel, yes, I feel they have. This result is going to give them a lot of confidence going into the next few games. I, I do believe that it's too late for a top-four push. I do believe that. But, I mean, it's it's never too late. But, I mean, you know, they still can make the Europa League spots. They can still, you know, maybe try and get deep into the Champions League. I don't know if they can win it, but I'm sure they can go deep into it. And I, and I think this will give Potter a lot of confidence as well. Some, his, his job has been on the line. He's been under so much pressure. <clears throat> Winning a game like this, in this manner, they've kept a clean sheet. They've scored two goals. They've dominated Dortmund. By the way, a team that has not lost since the start of the of, you know since post World Cup, they haven't lost since their first loss. Um, you know this uh in 2023. So for a team like that uh, to beat a team like that in such a way, I think that's going to put a lot of belief in Potter. And it's going to put a lot of belief in the players and the fans about Graham Potter as well. So it, it, all around, I think that this 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 very well this game and this last three to four days. Could very well be the turning. Could very well be the turning point. Could very well be something that we say in a couple of years. I mean, that's where it all turned. That's where it all clicked for Graham Potter. That's what I. I mean, we could. We could not. I don't know. What I'm saying is that if that happens, I think we could very well look at this. But I'm uh, talking about the two goals. I mean, the first goal from Sterling is so typical Sterling, isn't it? Because the, it's actually a wonderful work from on that left hand side. Again, Chilwell does very well to keep the ball alive. He gets the ball into the box, and when Sterling misses the shot, right? He misses the shot. I think Royce is kind of flat-footed because one he's expecting Sterling to shoot first time and he doesn't so Sterling is ball watching he's watching where the ball trajectory will go normally and this is where Royce is at fault because for one you don't watch you know you're the captain you can't let a striker just have a shot in your box you've got to try and close him down doesn't matter if he misses it doesn't matter if he scores uh, you know, you've got to go and block him. And he doesn't. He just, he's ball-watching. He's trying to watch the direction because he's trying to go for the block rather than, he's just trying to, you know, trying to get his body in the way or whatever. But that's not how you do it. You've got to go in for the block. Doesn't matter. Because if he had made any kind of movement towards Sterling, he probably would have got there before, like he would have got cleared, you know, got it cleared because of Sterling's miss. But because he's ball-watching, he can't react quickly when Sterling misses. And so Sterling has another bite of the cherry. After that, he's, you know, he's still got the time. He still allows himself to get beaten by Sterling. But that second. Because he's taken a little bit longer to get that tackle, little as the ball gets cleared. So I thought Royce was very, very much at fault for that goal, and because of that, um, you know, Selling as a second chance, and he finishes. It's a good finish. It's one all on on aggregate, and at that point, you just I felt like Chelsea were going to win. I just felt like Chelsea were going to win because they just looked they just looked like the better team throughout throughout the game. I don't think Dortmund had two big chances. The first one was the one that Royce had of the free kick, which. You no, know, was a very good save from Keppa. And the second one also was also a good save from Kepa, which was the Marius Wolf shot where it came through a crowd. And so those were the two, which was a two-nil, I believe they got that chance. But you never really felt Dortmund had a conviction attack, um uh, that they were gonna get back into it. You never really felt like it throughout the game. And it became two-nil um in the second half right early on. And this is where VR comes in the controversy, right? Was that a penalty? I've seen those not given. And to be honest, I if I was VR, I probably would not give it. I would probably not overturn it. It's one of those where if the ref had given a penalty, you don't overturn it because that's the ref's decision. But because he's not given a penalty, I would not have overturned it. If I was VR, I would say, no, that's not, you know, the ref has made a decision. It's a gray area. You know, it's his decision. Let's move on, right? But I think in this case, VR said, no, take a look. Once you tell the ref to take a look, it's a penalty. I think even on the second look, I was never, I was not convinced that it was a penalty. It wasn't, but... Yeah, you know, was given it was harsh and the penalty decision was harsh and that's when when and, and you know as i once said this when there's a harsh decision oftentimes penalties are missed and and, and that's why how missed because it was not a penalty it was not the right decision he missed it but then again it's retaken because it's it's a, it's a uh encroachment and the encroachment one is the right decision it's a technical decision is the right decision um i i i and this is not the fault of chelsea this is not the fault of dortmund i think i think the rules have to be clear because a chelsea player was ahead of a dortmund player so, you know, I feel like there needs to be some kind of uh, of rapprochement as well, that if there is an opposition player already in the box and you can't, you know, maybe they can change the rules there because this gives too much of an advantage to the opposition team because, you know, you've got a penalty kick, there's already a player in the box. And obviously, you know, if as your instinct as a player, when you're a defender, if somebody goes ahead of you, you follow them. Right. you're not going to let the player go free. Oh yeah, don't worry about it. You no, know, it's encroachment. No, you've got to. It, it's instinct, right? So I feel there needs to be some sort of penalty. I, you know, I, uh, on that situation, this is not Chelsea's fault, by the way. I'm not blaming Chelsea for this. I'm not blaming Dortmund for this. I'm just saying that the rules, because the rules are what they are, and the rules say that Chelsea deserved to retake the penalty, and I and I completely agree with that decision to retake the penalty, but I don't agree with this, the rules. And I think that needs to be changed. But it's such a it's such a vague rule. And it's a rule that's very, very rarely used. I don't think they're going to bother with it. But I think that should be changed. Um, but, you know, he got to take the penalty. And if he had missed the second time, I think he could have probably sat here and said, howards is the unluckiest player in world football. Because they have a shot at the post. They have two shots at the post. Already one in a penalty. And I think they then have to miss a, a second penalty. It would have been really, really catastrophic. But he did. And he scored it. It makes it 2-0. And you just felt Chelsea were going to win from there. Like, from there, you didn't feel like Dortmund had nothing left. Um, They tried... Um, you would be a chance. I mean, you know, there was a couple of other half chances. The wolf chance, of course, was the big one. Um, she just never looked like they were scoring, they just never looked like they were going to score. And Chelsea just wrote it out. So they go to the quarterfinals from the from the brink. As I think if they had lost against Leeds and if they had lost, Dortmund, Ch- Potter might have been out of a job. I feel, I feel maybe, <clears throat> but now he's won both of them. He's won both of them, and I think now he's safe. I, I think I, I do feel now. That, um, if they can get a good run from here, I, I think they can go on a good run from here because they've got a, got a few players back from injury. I'll talk about that, but they've gone a good run. I think, but I think, but Eddie Potter should now really be relatively safe and secure till the end of the season. But who knows what can happen? But, um, I think Kovacic coming back from injury was was, 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 has been a big plus for them. And Kovacic is my man of the match because I think him and Enzo Fernandez together they dominated that midfield, they gave nothing away to, 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 uh to uh to Dortmund, they completely controlled that uh, that middle of the park. And what was interesting was Dortmund kept insisting on playing a high line. They knew Sterling was fast and they knew Sterling was playing behind. And yet they kept playing a high line. I thought that was risky. That was really, really you know, borderline um crazy what they were doing was they playing a high line because Sula is not fast. Um I, I mean, you know, I, I don't think I don't think Marius Wolf is particularly fast for a fullback either. So and, and Guerrero is very notoriously um you know offensive minded. He's not a very was very good defensively. So you're asking for trouble by playing that line. They never got caught out in that position but I just felt that was a bit crazy the way they were playing but I mean Chelsea and Dortmund just never Chelsea's two midfielders never let them get back into it and I feel that if if they can get a proper midfielder in in the summer they can get a proper defensive midfielder I think we'll see the best events of Fernandez next season. We're seeing glimpses of it. I thought he had a very good game today. and I think we'll just keep seeing more of that. Once he, you know, Kovacic right now, I think it's probably, Kovacic is, is towards coming towards the end of his, you know, he's he's coming towards the end of his career. So you get someone who's a little bit better, who's probably not as injury prone as well. And I think you'll see the best events of Fernandez. So Chelsea, you know, um, they've got something to build on for next season, for sure. Um, but and then they'll need a striker, of course, get a proper striker in. And I think they'll definitely be in business next season, but but that's for next season. I thought Kovacic was my man, the match he played really well. I thought Howard's played well as well. He's playing as a striker when he's not a striker, um, and that's the problem. Um, and he's going to miss chances. I think that's just something you're going to have to take on the chin, um, that he's going to do that because he's not a striker. Um, but, you know, for what he provides today, he did very well. He created chances. He he worked hard. He endured. He tried to do the best that he could. And, and he got a goal as well. Um, you know, so you, you've got to credit that as well. Now, I that, know that Felix looked good as well. Felix, for me, I think, was was fantastic. His link up play with Havertz is really good, by the way. And his understanding and awareness of the space around him, I, I like watching that, um, you know, from Felix. He's going to be a bit inconsistent as well. And he's, he's also very young, by the way. But he's also going to be a little bit inconsistent. And he's going to have, you know, because he's that sort of maverick player. But when he's on it, he's a choice to watch but um but now let's wait and see who chelsea face in the in the quarter in the quarterfinals. but um they have a chance to make a deep run i think they'll feel they'll confident of that um and i think they'll be happy that best Fofana came to the 90 minutes he looked good as well today uh Koulibaly looked good as well so i think there's a lot of positive i think kukurea probably also looked very comfortable today i don't know if this was his best game for chelsea maybe a chelsea fan can tell me that what they thought of it but i thought he looked more comfortable in, in the chelsea shirt today than he has um in a long time so Lots of positive for Chelsea. And that's what happens. One win can just galvanize you as a squad. It can galvanize you as a team. And now you just continue building on it. They've got another win now. And then you just need to keep doing that. Keep building momentum and see where that takes them at the end of the season. So uh, congratulations to Chelsea. Congratulations to Dortmund. I think Dortmund fans will just have to accept that they were just second best today for everything. Yes, the VAR decision was a bit unlucky. But the fact is that they were just second best. They just never got in the game. Maybe there was a hint of complacency. They thought that one nil Chelsea, not in the best form, we can kind of just coast through. And, and get through. Maybe there was a hint of complacency. The injury to Julian Brand didn't help as well. I think, again, a bit unlucky there as well that they lost Julian Brand to injury so early on because I think he's someone who can really stretch defences and so Chelsea weren't that tested defensively but, you know, at the end of the day, Chelsea deserved the win, I feel. So, um, I, like, I love Dortmund. I like watching Dortmund play so it's sad to see them go out but one team has to go out, right? That That's how it is, uh, you know. Anyway, um, smash like if you enjoyed this video. Smash like for Chelsea's win. Of course, uh, do share your comments on the game. Share comments on Chelsea's performance. Um, you know, what do you think? Can this be the building block of something something great this season? Let me know, of course. Thank you so much for watching. Do subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We appreciate your support uh, in keeping this channel going. So, please continue that. Take care. We'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.